0: I am curious, though, because these days there is this explosion and obsession with genetics. And, hmm. I, you know, I certainly feel that there's much more that we don't know than, than what we do know. Oh, for
1: sure. Yeah. Um,
0: and, you know, even like you, you buy a 23andMe from Walmart and 23andMe software asks you, do you want to know what your genes are? Because if you have higher predisposition Alzheimer's, do you want to know? you literally have to select that but my and you know there's the risk of false positives or false negatives with some testing but anyways the the point the question i want to ask with um the genetics you know there are those that like oh my gosh i have the dreaded hla i'm screwed Mm -hmm. um which of course just induces this fear this neurosis Mm -hmm. um i'm curious from your perspective how valuable do you feel like the genetic component is especially when it's like well just because you have the gene or, yeah, I mean, how how valuable do you think that is for this?
1: For for SIRS in particular, um, I I have mixed emotions. Uh, Well, I shouldn't say emotions. Um, I have seen clinically uh, mixed relevance for the HLAs. Um, In particular, I have seen SIRS cases, you know, that um, don't really meet uh, the, the case definition. Um, so essentially kind of low level SARS that have the really bad, the bad dreaded gene. And then I've seen people with the dreaded gene who have no signs of SARS for their case definition. They're more of a mycotoxic person, um, you know, so it's, it's really hard to hang our hat on. And what we've seen from, um, you know, genetics recently, you know, is that just because you have some type of heterozygous or homozygous mutation doesn't mean that the gene is completely defunct. Sure, there are certain um, inheritable diseases that, you know, typically end in death because of some type of inherited genetic anomaly that does happen. Um, but, you know, some of the things that people get really um, worked up and concerned about, they're they're just um, not things that are a death sentence, you know? And when you're looking at something like the HLA, um, I think people also need to be reminded what this is. Your your HLA are code for the little baseball mitts on the outside of your white blood cells that catch the antigen, hold to it, and show it to the rest of the immune system. And say, hey, go after this. In SERS, the concept is that that baseball mitt is now really greasy and it can't really get a grip on the antigens that are coming in so instead of catching that ball and showing it to the rest of the immune system cleared out it drops out of the mitt where it just kind of rolls around on the floor and then another ball comes and another ball comes and another ball comes and you know all of a sudden you're burdened with toxins so the concept of SIRS is really working from an antigen removal perspective and you know, I, like I said, I don't see it as often, and that could be just me and the population and the people that I work with. Um, but you know what? What I do see though is abnormal detox pathways, and genetics do code for that. You know, you, people will have abnormal phase one, phase two, even phase three detox that can really uh, affect their clinical outcomes. Um, so, you know, I do get excited when people already have their 23andMe data pulled from years ago on a PDF on their computer, you know, that they can upload somewhere else now, now that we have all these, there was a period of time where we were just, um, at a loss for, um, any of the, uh, uh, translational programs. So it was like maybe a year or so. It was a little bit of a dearth. but now it seems like there's a lot more people who are coming in who have done this. They've used companies like, I think, like Self-Decode and things like that to really get that information tangible. And once again, it's genetics. so there's a concept of nature and nurture. It's good to know where weaknesses lie, but in those cases, they're really just weaknesses for people that can really be supported um, or further exacerbated, depending on what you're doing for the person. Mm-hmm.
0: guys, I just wanted to take a moment to thank you all so much for listening to the Holistic Savage podcast. We on the Holistic Savage team all really appreciate you and want to stay connected with you. So please rate, review, and subscribe to help the podcast grow. And if you like the podcast, help get the word out. And now back to the show.